Heavenly Father, we come here tonight thanking you for all things. We thank you because you are an awesome and a faithful and a keeping and a loving God. You are, you are good. You are amazing. Father, we are blown away. We are constantly blown away by your love. Father, today, Father, tonight we pray for every soul that is in this building, those that are watching on live. Pray that we leave here a little more focused than what we were when we walked in. We'll be sure to give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen. If, uh, hmm. I don't know if the knob is downstairs from where I had it yesterday. You found it? It's good. Last night in discipleship class, we began a conversation about the mind. And my prayer was that people would leave the study thinking about and taking inventory of where their mind really was, as well as the shape that their mind is in. I want to start out by going back to the verses that we were operating in last night. It was the book of Proverbs, chapter 4, verses 23 through 26. And I'm just going to get started from the New Living Translation. Proverbs, chapter 4, 23, verses 23 through 26 penned by King Solomon, son of David, wisest king to ever rule. Not only the wisest king to ever rule, but also the richest king to ever rule, the most peaceable king to ever rule. The book of Proverbs, chapter 4, verses 23 through 26, verse, uh, the New Living Translation, are recorded as such, guard your heart above all else for it determines the course of your life. Avoid all perverse talk. Stay away from corrupt speech. Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Now, for those of you that participated in the discipleship class last night, you will remember that I gave a definition for the word guard, and it means to watch over, to protect against damage or harm. To watch over, to protect against damage or harm. And when I think about the wordplay of this verse, I picture a military guard who is protecting his post. In fact, when I was in the Army, every now and again, we would have to pull something called guard duty. And while we were in the trenches, especially when we did, uh, for those of you that were in the military, I, you remember we did the, they take you out into the field and 
Every now and then you had to do different exercises to be able to stay fresh and alert on what it is that you were supposed to be doing. So we were built, we were being six feet trenches. They would be, was it Kenneth, was it six feet or eight feet? Six feet trenches. And uh, 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 if someone would approach, you would say something to the effect of, halt, who goes there? And I want you to understand that while you would say this, you would have your M16 pointed directly at them with all intent to take the life of whoever it was that was coming if we came to the conclusion that they meant the post harm. And after we would say something like, halt, who goes there? Uh, whoever was approaching would have to stop and then they would have to identify themselves and then they would have to state their business. Well, well, that's exactly how it should be when people try to enter into the Christian life, into our lives. And even after you get saved, everyone that you know needs to go through a spiritual background check that clarifies if they're going to be a help or a hindrance to your new way of life. I want to say this and I want to make this very clear. Uh, and, and it's some of our biggest problems is uh, in walking in Christendom is that we're trying to hold on to folk that you ain't supposed to be trying to hold on to no more. You know, I, I, know, I know salvation is good. I know peace is good. I know joy and righteousness and all of that is good. I know in the presence of God is good. But, but the reality is, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, Jesus was not bored when he built hell. He was not bored. It was not some fairy tale, uh, mystic place that we just tell people about to get them to, to act right. Everybody is not going to be able to come with you. And the sooner that you realize that, the, the, the more freedom you in God you will begin to experience. You understand what I'm saying to you? And, and, and just like if the soldier pulling guard duty neglects to properly check out the visitor trying to approach the post, if the visitor has ill intent, he could get inside the post and destroy everybody on the post. You understand? It is the same in the spiritual sense. If we neglect to thoroughly check the people trying to come into our lives, then if those people are not of God, then they can get into our minds and destroy everything. Get this. They can get into your mind. Uh, let me put it a little deeper. Alicia, they can get into your mind and destroy Lamiah. Yeah. Yeah. Kenneth, they can get into your mind and destroy Devante. Miriam, they could get into your mind and play a part in destroying unity. It's really that serious. So, so you have to halt who goes there. State your business. What is it that you want of me? When I was growing up, uh, I watched older people because I hung around older people 
you know, whether it was family or the streets, all the time. And something that I realized that everybody I knew older seemed mean. And you would think that when you met new people, you would want them to see the nice part of you. You would want them to see, you know, you'd give them the representative. In 2022, we're quick to give representatives, not necessarily the real us. But back then, they didn't play that game. And, and, and the reason that they didn't play that game was because they had experienced enough life to say, you just don't let people in just because they're there. And, and they might be all right with you, Larissa, but that don't make them all right with me. And, and, and they may have found some type of, and, and Larissa, to be honest with you, I don't necessarily know if you did a security check of them. You're just bringing them to me. And if you haven't properly checked them out, then they could destroy, they could be using you to get to me to destroy the whole thing. And so, and so I learned that the old people, the older people, and the people in the street, they, they, you know, they just wasn't being mean. They had an understanding that everybody ain't your friend. And everybody ain't going to be your friend. You understand what I'm saying to you? So you have to have a halt. Who goes there? In your spirit. You have to have the mind of a, an interviewer before you allow people into your life. And I'm not just talking about an intimacy. I'm talking about just if we're going to ride down the street together, I need to know who you are. Before I give you a ride to the store, the emergency room, or to, or to wherever else, or to work, I need to know who you are. Because if I don't know who you are, I don't know who you own, and something could go sideways, and whatever you own could catch me up and catch me up for good. I did more time in prison because of not understanding who was around me than I did for, doing, for getting caught doing wrong myself. See, because I thought who was around me when we got caught would say, you know, what was theirs was theirs. And, and, and so you would have thought that the first time that, that that happened to me, it wouldn't have never happened to me again because I paid dearly with my time. But just like in Christendom, you know, what we do is, it seems like, it seems like I don't know, we, we think because we saved, we're supposed to be stupid. Oh, I, I can see this going somewhere else. Let me, let me just get back to the notes. Let me get. That was, boy, that was going to go into a whole different, no, we, 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 I'm just teaching today. That, that, just, that was going to go into a whole different stream of thoughts. And, you know, because the, the reality is, the, the reality is a lot of times uh, we ain't stupid. We ain't stupid because we don't know. That's ignorance. We stupid because we know and we do anyway. You, you understand what I'm saying to you? So, so, so I want you to catch this. Please understand that when you get saved and serious about living for God, for real, you will witness opposition like you have never before. You will witness it like never before. All, all of a sudden, the people who you've been close to all your life or you've been close to for, for long periods of time will change up on you. You understand what I'm saying to you? 
about this decision right here. This is, this is a decision that if you're serious about it, it's going to cause you some issues. It's going to cause you some issues. And I'm going to tell you something. If it's not causing you any issues, you're not serious about the decision. Some would say, well, I don't know. It's never caused me any decisions, and I'm serious. No, you're not. Because it causes people who are serious, it causes them issues. It causes you issues. Uh, because, because change changes things. You, you understand what I'm saying to you? Lamaya, come here, baby. Lamaya, come here. So I want to show you this verse. Come here, sweetheart. So... Stand right there. You're good. You're good. Stand over. So I want to show you something. I want to go back to this verse before I go too far ahead. Come here, baby. I want you to stand up in this chair with your beautiful self. When I look at this verse, she is the mind. Okay? And when I look at this verse, it says, guard your heart, which translates in Old uh, Testament uh, Hebrew, to mean mind. Jesus even uses it in the New Testament, uh, I think twice to mean, he uses the word heart, but it actually translates mind. When I look at this verse, I get the, the picture. This is the machine gun. This is the M16. And I get the, 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 the picture that I am guarding the mind. Baby, come here. So I want you, right here, stop. It's folly. That'd be the only time I get to call her that and get away with it, huh? Right here is folly. And folly sees the mind. And folly wants to distract, disrupt, come on, and destroy the mind. If you are not positioned correctly, this is your brain, okay? If you are not position, positioned correctly, you understand what I'm saying to you? If you over here distracted, then folly, addiction, madness, stripper pole can get to the mind. Girl, you know what? Pretty as you are, and you, Lord, and you see how the... Uh -huh, uh -huh. So, so there has to be a guarding of the mind. And when you talk about guarding, we might have to get down about this mind. You might have to be ready to fight off every ill intent that is coming towards the mind. But what you cannot do what you cannot do is come off your post and allow access to the mind. Now, you, now let me show you something. I want to show you what happens. I want to show you what happens. You're supposed to be bad influence. You're supposed to be sweet. All right. Now, right here, this beautiful baby, you see potential. You see destiny. You see the next level of God. You see prophetic anointing you see I mean you see it all over her life right you see it you see it now when when ill intent comes into play all of that righteousness holiness and 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 and, and, and joyful splendor you don't see it no more do you because all you see now is what has 
gotten to, watch this, and once it gets to, attaches to, and devours. You don't see it anymore. So some of you say, you're the mother, and you say, what's wrong with you, Lamaya? Say that real quick. Lamaya, what happened to you? This happened. Evil, folly, foolishness, just bad. <laughs> this is what happened. So, 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 so watch this. Listen, listen. So until she gets to the point, thank you, babe, until she gets to the point to where she knows how to properly guard her mind, oh, Lord, have mercy. It's your job, too, and Kevin's. It's your job, yours and Kevin's job, to guard her mind. First by how you operate yourself. First, how you operate yourself, you see. Because, because the reality is, if you're not operating correctly in God, you are not in position to guard her. You see what I'm saying to you? Well, let me help you down, people. One, two, three. Thank you, love. I use her prophetically and not just literally because the things that Lamaya is going to do for God is going to be insane. And she has to be kept protected. Now, I wasn't saying, you know, like, oh, Alicia and Kevin, you got to, you know, I wasn't saying that. But, but it's, it's weird that she's the one that I get to use tonight. And, and it's very real about the call of God on her life. Now, now I want you to, I want you to, I want you, I want to show you something real quickly. The 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 word guard means to protect. It means to protect, to watch over, to protect against harm or danger. And that's what we were doing. That's what I was doing with Lamaya, because I want you to understand that when you do not guard the mind, the mind is in danger. How many of you know that to be a fact? How many of you know, how many of you had moments where you did not guard your mind and your mind experienced danger? It, 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 it experienced, let me take it deeper, it experienced the consequence of you not guarding that mind. Pastor, why are you pushing this so hard today? Because I've made a call to everybody, basically just about everybody, in our church and it's time that, and, and so after the call I was promised some things and so I want to help everybody understand uh, th that some of the reasons that we're not where we want to be in Christendom is because we have yet to deal with this mind we've yet to deal with this mind we're, we've yet to we've yet to guard this mind we've yet to understand that if this mind gets infiltrated it messes up everything you understand what I'm saying to you? And until we get a halt, who goes there? Watch this. And you don't say, oh, it's mama, you cool. No. 
Halt, who goes there? Boy, it's your mama. That's cool, but show me your, what, 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 what's your intent? You understand what I'm saying to you? Halt, who goes there? Oh, 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 that's, that's just my grandchild. No, no, no. What's your intent? You see. What's your intent? You don't get to have picks. Oh, yeah, and I don't know why the Lord is pushing me to say this. And thirstiness cannot allow you to overlook. You don't get to overlook because you're lonely or you're scared of being lonely. This mind, the Bible says, above all, guard it. And why are we guarding it with such a tenacity, with such an intensity, intentionally as we are? Because for it determines the course or the direction of your life. So, and so, and so let, me prove, let me prove the Bible to be true. How many of you have not kept your mind have, have done some things, uh, have, have handled some things, have, have, you know, let your mind be free, let your mind be unguarded, then your mind was tempted, and then your mind was led astray, and then on the strength of it being led astray, something happened in your life that shouldn't have happened, wouldn't have happened had it been guarded, and now today you still see. Lord, have mercy. Scar tissue of what it is that you should have, you should have, what, that would have never happened had it been guarded. You have got to guard your mind. What do you mean, Pastor? So watch this. Don't always, don't just think that you're going to have to guard your mind from other people. You will have to guard your mind from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to have to guard your mind when you get in your feelings. You're going to have to guard your mind when things aren't working out quite the way you want them to. You're going to have to guard your mind. Watch this. When you've been disrespected, let down, betrayed, left for dead, you're going to have to guard your mind. You understand what I'm saying to you? I, 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 said, I said a saying in growth years ago, and it was my favorite saying back then. I said, Anytime that someone confronts you, the first person you need to confront is yourself. I don't make no never mind. If you, if you ain't touched me, you're just talking crazy. I can, I can deal with that. I can, you know, why are you talking crazy? I'm talking, I'm, come here, baby, come here, come here, because you're good at talking crazy to me. Come on, come here, yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> so, so, so you come up on me and give me the, you know, don't, you know, go ahead, talk crazy to me. And, and while she's talking crazy to me, I'm talking to me too. And the conversation, come on, you, you, know, you don't even know how to be hard. And the conversation <laughs> that you're giving me is not even, you know, you're getting close, girl. Uh, it's, it's not even, you know, so she's, she's telling me off and, and, you know, and Lord, just give me the strength. Now, if you're me, I say something like, Lord, give me the strength not to knock her out. Huh? But that's a real request because that's who I am. Lord, give me the strength. Come on, give me, give me the business. Give me the strength not to cuss her out. Ooh, ooh, did you hear what she said, God? Whew. I'm not going to respond to that. Greater is he than me that's in the world. You see, I'm going to confront me. I have to remind me where I am 
though she's forgotten herself. That's what the co-worker, all right. She really wanted to hit me. There's just too many witnesses. That's what the co-worker, that's what your child, watch this, that's what your hater. That's what, you'll never teach your hater love by hating them back. You will never teach your hater love by hating them back. And, and can I take it even deeper than that? If, if you're where you are supposed to be in God, you really don't even know that you got haters. You don't, you don't, you remember every time that they seemed to catch Jesus, they caught him off guard because he, I mean, you know, like, like he was, what? He was so busy doing him, Lord have mercy. He was so busy teaching, he was so busy preaching, he was so busy setting the captives free that when the haters did come up, he, yeah, so, so he'd have to hit them back with something, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, and, 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 and Jesus, <laughs> Jesus was slick with it, right? But you got the picture. But, but you notice that, that even when he came into the, to the, to the, to the, to the, and turned over the tables, he, he did everything he had confronted himself. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop this foolishness, but I'm not going to sin. I didn't, he didn't sin one time with what he done. How many of you are, how many of you sometimes get emotional? Tell the truth, shame the devil. And how many, how many, how many of you, your emotion makes you repent, have to repent? You see, but see, so, so here's, here's what we're supposed to be graduating towards, that, that when my emotions begin to rise up, they never get to rise up to the point of where I come out of character. And, and, and can I say this? And since our, and, since, and so what character are you coming out of? The character of Jesus. And since that is where we're supposed to be, shouldn't it be a little hard for something, should, it should not be so easy for something to be able to bring us out of such a beautiful character, right? Shouldn't there be a yearning to want to stay in Jesus despite what's coming up against you? See, see, so, hi, and, and this is the problem. So, 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 and the reason why I'm dealing with this, I got a whole lot of reasons why I'm dealing with this, is because we had this question at, at, at camp, and we had this thing called Hot Topics. And, and it was me, another pastor, and his wife. And they asked, they asked a lot of good questions. I'm very confident in the youth. I really am, since coming back from youth camp. But they asked, they asked, one girl asked a question. I said, you probably got the deepest question of all of Hot Topics. And then the next question came on this one, on this side of the room, and I said, y'all just tied. His question was, his question was, and I want you to catch this. He says, how do you live on fire for God? He said, I've seen John the Baptist. It was evident that he was on fire for God. The Apostle Paul, it was evident he was on fire for God. Smith Wigglesworth, on fire for God. He become, they begin to talk about modern people, right? And, and he says, how do, you, how do you live on fire for God? And, and one pastor, you know, he went into this elaborate speech and, and all of these different things, right? And then he handed the mic to me, and I said, this is the most pro prophetic question of all of, all of uh, hot topics. And the reason why it's prophetic is because I was praying, I was looking across the room, and I was praying that God would give me the opportunity to speak into the youth despite their questions. I said, and your question made this available, this time available. And I said, so I, I, I agree with everything he said. That long 10-minute thing, I agree with. 
But here's my answer. You ready? How do you, how do you live on fire for God? You ready? You decide to. You decide to. And once you decide to, all of your choices, choices should support that decision. Every choice in your life should support that decision. Let me take it deeper. I don't know what's going on. I don't. It seems that the preacher, you remember when I say that the standards have come down for everyone? Life is life, you know, and so it's got us in a state of emergency. I've never hung around so many people of God that cuss. Now, Whitney, take me to verse 24. Because it tells you to guard your heart and, and above all else. Because it, And it says, avoid perverse talk. Now, we know that a lot of times people think that perverse is profanity. It's not. Perverse is perverse. And, and I made the statement last night and that somebody left our page. I, I guess I offended them. I don't know. Uh, but I, I apologize not. I said when I was in prison, you know, there was, you know, I saw perversity. I saw perversity. And, and, and when I remember one time going to the restroom at 3 something in the morning, and before I could, when I got to the restroom, the shower was over here and the toilets were down here, and something was going on in the shower that had a scent that was nothing. I mean, this wasn't Anjali. This wasn't Polo. Y'all old, y'all don't know about Anjali. And so, and so, <laughs> so, and so this wasn't Polo. This wasn't a Victoria's Secret. This was another scent. That, that, that you just, as a man, you should not smell. And it was, and it was perverse. See, see, and see, and so if I'm trying to get out of the world, I got to stay away from perverse people. I don't care who you are. I got to stay away from perverse people. And when I understand, and check this out, we could have been perverse together in the world. But now that I'm choosing the word over the world, guess what? If you're still perverse, I got to let you go. There is no reason that I keep you around. Avoid perverse talk. Perverse talk says things like, let's do something that is just totally crazy and ungodly. Perversity, you see it on the news all the time. It's not just a sexual situation. You see it on the news. You know, Jeffrey Dahmer, that, would some say that it was perverse? You know, hey, you know, you, you, you know, bro was storing body parts like it was, was for stew. And it, for him, it was for stew. Perversity. You understand? And so, and so avoid perverse talk. Why? Because if you don't, you ain't guarding your mind. And, 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 and have, you ever, have you ever found out how perverse you could be once you was tempted with perversity? Hmm. You ever found out nasty, how nasty you could be once you was tempted by the right person with some nasty? Your flesh you know, jump up, and you're trying to figure out what in the world, where's these passions coming from? Where's these lusts coming from? Where's these desires coming from? You know, such and such try, said that same thing to me. Such and such wasn't sexy to you. Such, such and such didn't do it for you. But then let's go, let's go a little further with this. It says, stay away from corrupt speech. I am, and I'm going to tell you something. 
I'm, I, you know me, I'm just an honest man. This is why I say, I, I say this all the time. I say, you got to stay in the world cause the, in the word because the flesh don't want to be saved no way. Flesh don't want to be saved no way. So you got to stay in the word and you got to stay, you got to be like that, um, you know, the woman, I stay amongst my own. I dwell amongst my own. You, you, you got to get to the point to where you are comfortable dealing with the Christians, your Christian brothers and sisters, and, and, and watch this, and they got to be real Christian brothers and sisters. Amen. You understand? Because, because the flesh don't want to be saved no way. Excuse me. So where I come from, all I got to hear is two, three people cussing. I, I, <laughs> and don't let me think highly of you. My heart was broken for the last couple of weeks, just broken. I was just like, are you serious? And, 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 and so can I be 100 with y'all? Yeah, you know. And so, and so I, you know, I'm, I'm on the campground for two weeks in a row, and, and everybody just, I'm just saying, and I called, you remember my coach? I said, I said, everybody cusses. Everybody cusses. And so then, so, 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 so I'm on the basketball court, right? I don't know why I was on the basketball court. I had no reason to be, no right to be on the basketball court. And, and, and uh, uh, this, this big kid, call him Meatloaf. So I go up for the ball, all half an inch off the ground that I get, you know what I'm saying? And Meatloaf hits me, boom. And I said, I just, you know, something just came out. And, and Meatloaf looked like, I said, that's why you stay in the word. <laughs> that's all I had. That's all I had. I said, I'm sorry. That's why you stay in the word. I said, that's why you stay in the word and stay away from people that ain't right. And I called Mary and I said, everybody cussing. Got me out here cussing. Yeah. This is a serious thing right here, though. Stay away from corrupt speech. And, and I don't know what's going on, but people actually think that crap's okay. So, so we had a gentleman here who, uh, I won't say his name, but he, we were, I would, you know, I took him out to eat one time. I didn't like him, but I was going to like him, so I took him out to eat so that I could like him, and we could, and so I thought we could kill him. And, and we were sitting there, and we were eating, and all of a sudden, he, he says just a big cuss word. I mean, you know, I know there's no, you know, there's no little, but this was one of the big ones, you know, like, <gasps> really? You know, like, you don't hit your nail, your hand with a hammer, and then say this, you know, you know, so, 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 and I said, and so I said, I'm so tired. I didn't hear that. And I just went back into my soup. And, 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 and then about 17 seconds later, he said some more stuff. He put, he put some cuss words together. And I said, and I just, I set my spoon down and I said, I'm gonna pay for lunch. And he says, he says, oh man, I got it. I said, no, no, I said, no, I'm gonna pay for it. I said, because I don't want you to think that because you're paying, you can keep talking like that. I don't know what, what I've done to make you believe that I would be okay with sitting in this type of a conversation. And he's oh man, you know, it's just me and you kicking. No, no, it's not just me and you kicking. The Bible says we're two or more gathered, but since it's only one, evidently, but he still dwells in me, so we not alone, bro. I don't, I don't understand. And, and then when I hit the campground, you know, and you get one-on-one -on -one with people, and it's just like, we can just let the real us come out. 
you know what? When I didn't check that corrupt speech coming against my mind on the campground, it got infiltrated, and when meatloaf hit me, <laughs> get real with you. Meatloaf hit me. And so, and so now I'm like, you know, never cussing again. Never cussing again. And so anybody that cusses around me, I got to get away from I got to get away from them. You see what I'm saying to you? This, this, this stuff is major. Give me, give me 25. Give me 25. Verse number 25. Now, now let me ask you something, because I, I, I think that's weak right there. Can you give me that 25 in the New King James Version, baby? Thank you, sweetheart. Sometimes when I'm dealing with these different versions, you ever, you ever read them and they just feel weak? Like, they, like oh, I ain't, I ain't got the bite I'm looking for. But when I see this, it says, let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Verse number 26, that's the one I'm looking for. Verse number 26. Uh, verse number, ponder, that's the one. Ponder the path of your feet and let your ways be established. Where are your ways supposed to be established in? So before your ways can be established in Christ, you first gonna have to ponder your feet. You can't operate how you want to. So, so when that thing, so guess what? Guess what pondering is, Larissa? Another form of what? The thinking, but another form of what, Ray? Pastor, another form of what? Pondering is another form of guarding. Because before I accept it, let me think about it. Before I, let me ponder that water. Looks a little murky. See, see, here, here, here is the problem with the 21st century Christian, westernized Christian church. We don't ponder. It looks good. It must be the Lord. Huh? Hey, hey. Yeah. It's not, the, right, right. I mean, it's just a little dirt. This is the New Living Translation. I mean, no, this is the New King James Version, this one right here. New King James. Ponder the path of your feet. How many of you wish you could have some pondering back? Go back and, 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 and make some different decisions off the strength of your pondering. Ponder the path of your feet and let your ways be established. Listen, don't say you want to be saved if you ain't going to ponder everything. Hey, they out here giving this over here, whoop, whoop, whoop. No, 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 ponder that. Ponder that. He says, in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. So look here, they could be giving away good, that old school government cheese over here, right? But you better pray before you go get that cheese because you don't know that that cheese, they're going to be a madman that's going to come and put you on CNN with a mass shoe. You, 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 you. Some, somebody, say, somebody say, you know what? I was praying and something was just like, don't get that cheese. Huh? See, I try to make it light like that because when I say other things, people think I'm talking about it. Huh? Ponder this person before you lay down with them. First of all, you don't even got to ponder them. Ponder God. I'm just saying, Charlotte, you know, we can go to the home. I mean, you know, I, you know, 
don't even worry about going to work tomorrow. I can pay for all of that. Ponder that. Why can you pay for all of that? I, I got two jobs and can't pay for it. Why can you pay for it and you don't have one? Ponder, potential felon. Me. Ponder. Ponder why they can always call you all day long. Got four kids and you ain't seen none of them because, you know, they all tripping. All three baby mamas is tripping? Four kids, three baby mamas, all of them tripping. Probably some child support into play. Probably some not doing right by their children. Ponder these things. But before you ponder anything, ponder everything that comes at you with the word of God. How does it line up with the word of God? And then you got to be grown. Everybody want to be grown. Then be grown then. And say, that is out of alignment with God. That's not what I'm going to do. And, and, and until you take the mindset on that whatever God says is what it's going to be, you're going to keep on coming up short. God don't care nothing about you being frustrated. You better do what he said do. God don't care about how it didn't work out the way you wanted it to the last time. You better do what God said do. And you cannot be saved successfully. You can't be saved successfully not keeping his word. Sweetheart, give me 12 and 2, Romans. Let's get to it. We're going to be almost done. I want to push this home because I'm going to tell you something, and, and, and I'm going to be 100 with you. I, saying, I said that I called every, just, about every, just about every member of our church that's on our page. I called just about everyone, and, and, and I needed some promises, right? And so what I'm doing now is coming back, and, and, but, but I don't stunt because there's people even in this room that needs to understand this right here. Is that the Amplified? Give me the New King James first. I think, I think that is. That is the New King James. Okay, so here it is. Check this out. 12-2. This is powerful right here. If you're going to be saved, if you're going to be saved, first you need to do a heat check and ask yourself, have you done this? And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. Have you transformed your mind? Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Has your mind been renewed? Because I'm going to tell you something, you cannot be nasty and represent a God of love. You, you, you cannot be a hellion and represent a God of peace. You, you cannot be a liar and represent a God of truth. Has your mind been renewed? Has it been transformed by the renewing of your mind? Now, how do we renew our minds? Let me tell you, the only way I got it is the way that I did it. When, when, uh, uh, when I got saved in jail on uh, 35B, uh, everywhere I went, can I see your Bible? This was me everywhere I went. To eat, to gym, to get my hair cut, to talk on the phone, to visitation. Do you know why this went everywhere with me? Because I knew that at any moment I could be me. Given the right situation, I could trick it all off being me. Somehow, someway, this reminded me of what it was I was trying to do, who it was I was trying to become. And so this was me. I did not watch TV. The only time that I watched TV was two different occasions, uh, 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 basketball, and not everything. 
when two teams was playing, three teams, and one team didn't get much play on TV way back then. When Duke was playing, when Louisville was playing, and when the Lakers was playing. Other than that, I did not watch sports. You know why I stopped watching everything? Because the commercials was tripping. You got some good commercials during sports. I'm locked up, and I'm a former whoremonger. You understand what I'm saying to you? I got to watch everything that I take in. This is real. This is real. So, so the only other time that I watched church other than that was church. That's it. What'd you do after that, Pat? I didn't play spades no more. I didn't play dominoes no more. Didn't lift weights with a water bucket no more. I read the Bible. And you know why I read the Bible so much and it was so easy for me to read the Bible even though I was coming out of a life of sin and craziness and Islam and all of that? Because I kept seeing how messed up I was in it and I could not believe it. I could not believe, well, I do that. Anybody ever read the Bible and just sometimes you just got to put it down because you go, I still do that. So, so, so what happened was I, I decided, I, what did I just say? I made a decision. I was going to do everything that this book said. I was going to do everything that this book said, and I wasn't going to do what it said don't do. If it said don't do it, I ain't doing it. I don't care. And guess what happened? It transformed me from who I was into who I was to become. It really works. If you, now, now, has there been some hiccups? Has there been some mess-ups? Has there been some really jacked-up stuff to pop off since then? Yeah, you know why? Because I got away from the book. See, and you got to be careful when you're in ministry because you can get caught up with reading to preach, reading to teach. You, you, some of you singers might know what I'm talking about when you sing the songs that you're going to sing Sunday, but you don't sing the songs that brought you joy no more. Now I ain't hearing come me on, in here. On, you see what I'm saying to you? And so, and, so, and, so, and so every time that there is a major uh, hiccup in my life uh, spiritually, I, I can sit back and go, yeah, I, I ain't really been just reading. I ain't really just been sitting in his presence. The book will transform you. God's word is so powerful that if you continuously eat it, continuously. Now get this, get this. You, if you eat fish and eat cereal, you're going to throw up. Don't work, do it. Fish and cereal don't work. What am I saying to you? So, so, so you can't eat the word and still flirt with the world. You, because watch this, and you find yourself crazy. Anybody ever been saved and just been crazy, felt crazy? Like, like it makes no sense. Like I just cannot get a hold of my life. It's because you're trying to serve two masters. It's because you're trying to serve two masters, and it's never supposed to work out. And that's, that's just mass amounts of confusion. And when any time that you are confused, guess what? This enemy is, a, you know, what do you say? That God is not the author of confusion. So who is the author of confusion if God isn't? So, 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 so you have to start renewing your mind by this word. And what it says is what it is. I want you to understand that, people of God. You, you know, you know, you know. You know, and, and, and here's the thing. Write down your issues and find them in the Word of God. Now, let me tell you this. this, is, this is, I said this last night. I don't know if y'all caught it. Here's another thing. You got to agree with the Word. You don't do the Word because you don't want to go to hell. That's bogus. You don't, you don't do the Word because you want to be blessed. That's bogus. 
you do the word. See, what happened to me means when I was reading, I was going, yeah, I should stop cussing people out. That ain't cool. Because, yeah, that ain't, I agree with the word. How many of you agree with the word versus how many of you just do the word? It's a difference. Don't lie. You probably ain't even thought about it until I brought it up. How many of you do the word and how many of you agree with the word? You do the word because you've been taught that's what you're supposed to do. Ain't no love there. And you do the word because you love God. Those that keep my commandments, they'll keep my commandments. Why? Because they love me. It's going to be hard to do something you don't agree with. Why can't we have sex before marriage? And, and, and we, we got such a terrible, we got such a terrible retort to that, right? Because the Bible said so. That ain't going to get me through. Let me, that, didn't, that did not get me through. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I like that too much. You're going to have to come better than that. Because it separates you from the Savior that kept you from doing life in prison. Okay, cool. Cool, because I love him. You see what I'm saying? So when you read it, ask yourself when it says, you know what I'm saying, Pastor? When it says, don't lie. Ask yourself, why shouldn't I lie? What does lying do? What has lying done to me in the past? Oh, I agree. I shouldn't lie. God, man, God is perfect. Man, God is all knowledgeable. Man, he's got it going on. Don't, 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 don't have uh, sex before marriage. Well, why shouldn't I? Because it's going to break your heart when they don't stay with you. And then you're going to do it again because all of a sudden, even though it hurts you, you liked it. So you're going, mm, Lord, have mercy. So, so now the third, ter- the third person down, uh, you, you know, because now, now, now not only are you heartbroken, but you're numb. And you got a reputation. You know what? I agree with the word. I shouldn't, I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't cuss people out. Why, why, why not? I told them how I felt. You also showed your ignorance. You, you also hurt them. And now when you're looking at it, you feel bad for how you made them feel. And I agree that maybe I shouldn't have, maybe I shouldn't have cussed them out. I mean, everything that he tells you to do. You know, right now I'm in this thing uh, with my mom, you know. Uh, bless the Lord. And, and we're, we're, our relationship is mending. And I'm better because of it, because when I said, nope, toxic, ain't fooling with you, I'm done with you, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and I believe that if people are toxic in your life, you have to, you have to, you have to get away from them. Uh, but then there was another verse that said, but I honor thy mother and father that your days may be long. So I began to honor her through text messaging. See, I began to deal with her through the text, and we began to build a relationship through the text because, because I got to do the word. You don't get to pick and choose what part of the word that you're going to do. If you're going to do that, you're not saved. And it's always going to be hard, and it's always going to be rough, and you're always going to come short. And you're, and, and you're trying to figure out why Sonia can cry down here and praise and worship, but you can't. She's not crying because she's sad. She's crying, she's crying because she's rejoicing. I want to rejoice. Get in the word. I want to rejoice. Get in his presence. I want to rejoice, stop doing you and do what he says. You understand me? All right, I want to make one more point and we're out. Give me, give me the, uh, the amplified version of that, please, sweetheart. I'm going to give you this part right here. The amplified says this. 
And do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs. But be transformed and progressively changed. Progressively changed. If you are in the word, we should know. Why? Because you are pro progressively changing. Every day, some, this word has got something. You, you're eating on this word every day. And, and, and you, need to, you need to get the, 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 the eating habit of a cow. The cow, if you ever watch the cow, the cow. And then they throw it out. See, I done already made y'all, some of y'all impatient already. That's how you read the word, impatiently. Come on, make me saved. Come on, make me better. Then the cow does something crazy. He swallows it, right? Because the cow understands that there's more nutrients. So, 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 so watch this. These 10-minute devotionals and these five-minute beg sessions that you call prayer, that's not going to get you where you need to be. He wants you in his presence. And that's how transformation begins to happen. Progressively changed, transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually. There is no way in the world, there is no way in the world, there is no way in the world that you should uh, uh, be reading the word every day and not maturing spiritually. There's no way in the world. Why, why, why are you on talk Bible if you read Bible every day? Hmm? Let me tell you something. If I watch The Wire, Sopranos, uh, uh, you know, some of those type of, you gonna know that I'm watching that and, and I'm watching the whole series, won't they, baby? Cause, cause, cause I, I start talking like Avon. You understand? Uh, uh, what, what, <laughs> like Big Tony. Uh, you know, one, one time, one time I, I was in prison and I read these books by uh, uh, the, the Mac, the guy, Donald Goins, and so I started calling my wife and I started saying, look here, mama, when I get to the crib, I'm gonna have to get my scratch because I'm trying to get me a hog, you understand? And a nice, really, a really nice flat. She said, what have, you been, what, what have you been watching? Hmm? But when I begin to read the word, guess what? I begin to start saying stuff like, bro, you walking circumspectly. You need to work, walk circumspectly. Bro, bro, you, you don't, you're not talking like your mind is renewed. We begin to talk Bible. I don't have a whole lot of conversations with a whole lot of people because a whole lot of people don't want to talk Bible. I get tired of talking about sports. I get tired of talking about clothes. I get tired of talking about Man, I need to talk about the thing that's going to keep me solid. You see what I'm saying to you? So, it says, transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind. Give me the rest of it. If not, I got it in my iPad. You got it? It says, by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes. Focusing on godly values. Can I ask you something? And just don't lie because you're in church. Don't, don't say, yeah. How many of us in here are truly? And I'm saying something to you. Because a lot of times we raise our hand because we know we should be there, but we really ain't there. Can I tell you that's a lie? Can I tell you that when you do that so that you can save face, you just sin before the Lord? 
it was small at first when I first said it, right? But then when you take it there, you go, uh-uh, just to save face. So people, no, I'm saved. Now you, now you just lied again. Now you just sin again. Let me ask you a question. I want you to be real. How many of us in here are daily focusing on our godly values? Now, I love honesty. Put your hand up again, whoever it was. Now, keep it up. Now I want everybody to look around. Look around. I was going to say, you better put your hand up as much as you put me through at the house and show these, and these godly values, Lord. You know what I mean? I don't get to do nothing. I couldn't, be, I couldn't not be saved. I didn't want to. Three. Out of all of us. So I got another question. So how is the world seeing godly values? How is your part of the world, the unsaved in your life, how are they seeing godly values they can't see them in you. And anything that you don't focus on, you lose focus of. Huh? That's why the S word ain't really that big of a deal, huh? It's just the S word. Till it's the other word. Then it's all the words. It says, it says focusing on godly values and ethical. How many of you, how many of you Make sure you keep an ethical attitude. Now, we're talking Bible, baby. An ethical attitude. Where you work, what you do for a living, how many of them will walk away saying, oh, they sold out to Jesus? How many of you got people that say, they sold out to Jesus? This is not a good percentage. This is not a good percentage. Don't nobody care how much Bible you know if you're not walking it. Amen. Don't nobody care how much, how much you're in church and you're not walking it. And so get this. If you ain't focusing on godly values and you're not focused on ethical principles, then you're probably not witnessing, and this would explain why we have such a dying world. And it says ethical attitudes, so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is. That which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. How many of us are truly, I'm done, how many of us are truly aligned for God's purpose for us? Yeah. That was a deep one, isn't it? I want all the God's got for me. I'm just not aligned up with him to get it. Well, get aligned since you want everything that God got for you, then let's get aligned with it. I, I, that means you got to let Bay go. You got to let Boo go. You got to stop making them trips to the liquor store. Oh, man. You, you, you can't smoke weed and want him. You see what I'm saying? It's not going to work, and we hustling backwards like this. So. Start dealing with your mind. You ain't dealing with godly principles. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't focused on uh, uh, godly values. Get focused. We should start seeing the change. Why? You, and, and you know something? You know, this is powerful. And, and some of you that's been in church, like, you know, church that operates in some real power, you'll, you'll know this to be true. When the church begins as a whole, when the people, when the body in the building gets as a whole, begins to focus on the things of God, stay focusing on being on the presence of God, you'll walk in here and it will be different. It will be different. 
You, you'll walk in there and have to hold on to something for a minute. Oh, Lord. I thought that was just me. It's the whole, okay. You see what I'm saying to you? It is never going to work. You will always be discouraged and frustrated when it comes to the things of God if you are not going to be about God. You don't get to claiming, but don't hold it down. Let me say that again. You don't get to claiming, but don't hold it down. And so, if anyone in here is going, you know, I, God just ain't, he ain't been doing for me what, you know, shut up. Because you probably haven't been doing what you're supposed to be doing. You probably haven't been doing. You probably haven't been loving him. And it's a difference between loving him and shouting him out. Because you got a little extra than what you usually are. It's a difference between shouting him out and, and intimately knowing him. You see. We got to get out of this usury. You know, give me what I want, I'm gone. And we play God the same way. We play people like that and we play God like that. That's, that's, why, that's why churches ain't, that's why, that's, that's why churches ain't, ain't full, full of saved people because you don't give me what I want, I'm gone. I'm gone. God is not a microwave. You understand what I'm saying to you? And it took some of you, you some of you have been in the hell you've been in 30 years, and you want God to do it in a Sunday. And if he did it in a Sunday, you go right back out there to the hell that you was just delivered from because you learned nothing from it. If you're going to be in God, I'm going to tell you something, and, 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 uh, and Lord have mercy. If you're going to be in God, if you're going to be about this life, then be about this life decide to and then make every choice that supports that decision about being about this life don't say you want to be saved and still go, go hang with people to smoke weed don't say you want to be saved you don't don't say you want to stop smoking weed but go hang with people to smoke weed don't say don't say that you 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 want to stop drinking but you you go kick it with people that still drink don't 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 say that you want to be saved but 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 you don't check people when they're in your company and they're cussing all around you don't say you want to be saved because you don't you don't. You want the perks of being saved, but you don't want to be, you don't want to be the sacrifice. You don't want to sacrifice. It's sissified Jesus, as our guy calls him. This Candyland Christianity that we've all become accustomed to. It is why year after year, we think less and less of ourselves. We're sick and sick of, more sick of ourselves. God ain't done nothing wrong. God is still on the throne. God is still able. So if we ain't getting it, if it ain't going down, if it ain't popping off the way it's supposed to be, maybe the question needs to be asked, not what's, what's up with God, what's up with you? If people in your family that you're connected to, that you claim to love, aren't saved, what's up with you? You the one in church. Don't keep on talking to your family, talking about it don't make no sense the way you are. No, it don't make no sense the way you are. You're the one in church. Why aren't you talking to the ones instead of talking about them or talking at them? When's the last time you threw scripture and then, and then supported scripture with the love that's in your heart? It's time to stop playing. How, how many do we witness to this week? Remember we asked that about six weeks ago? Did, did, your, did your number double up? Has it doubled up? How many have you won to the kingdom since six weeks ago? Has your number doubled up? Because the reality is I love what Juanita Bynum said, and I'm done. 
She said, if you've been in church for five years and you ain't won three people to Christ, you are illegal in the kingdom. Illegal in the kingdom. Because this great gospel that we follow, it's powerful enough to get them saved. It's powerful enough to get them transformed. It's powerful enough to get them to the kingdom of God. Stacey McDonald put it out there Friday. She said, I keep on waiting on the pastor. It's your job to go out and preach the gospel. It's your job to go out and evangelize. It's your job to go out and bring them in. What's your, what's, your, what's your got them saved record look like? You keep up with every other number in your life. What's the got them saved number look like? And I stand on what Sister Bynum said. I don't even like her, but I stand on what she said. You've been in the church five years, you ain't got three people saved, you are illegal in the kingdom. He said, go out to the hedges and highways and byways and compel folks to come to Christ. We're talking about everything but Jesus. Talking about everything but Jesus. Meddling in everybody else's business. That ain't being about the Father's business. Father, we come in tonight thanking you for all things. You are awesome. And we are sorry. We seek your forgiveness. All you've done we've ignored all you've commanded and all we've disobeyed and yet we have the nerve to be tripping about you to have issue with how you do things to have issue with what you ain't blessed us with yet and what you ain't done for us and how you ain't came through and we are Father, I pray, starting with me, starting with him, that godly values, ethical, ethical morals, biblical principles begin to rest, rule, and abide constantly, continuously, starting with me and then throughout the Unity Worship Center that when people see us, they see you. God, I pray that every soul that is connected to this ministry begins not to sleep well in Candyland Christianity, in this saved that they've made saved because they say they saved, but not saved the way your word says. God, don't let us rest like this. Don't let us rest until we get this thing right.